What sets your heart at peace, really at peace? Now this is Saturday, August 26th, and as we finish up this major teaching today and begin next week to look at the longest recorded prayer of Jesus, we see Jesus teaching the disciples once again on peace. In these chapters, we've seen recurring themes, loving one another, bringing their prayers to the Father in Jesus' name, serving, the spirit of truth leading them into truth, and the challenges they will face from the world. This strategy is often one of Jesus and his teaching. It's like this. He tells them what he's going to tell them. Then he tells them. Then he tells them what he told them. Now, we might wonder, wonder why the repetition? Yes, this is how we learn and what can help us internalize the deep and difficult truths of the faith and what it means to be disciples. This is why we need to hear the gospel over and over. It's this reinforcement that helps us trust and rest. Yesterday, we looked at how our emotions are often like the elephant carrying a rider. And normally the rider, our rational self, directs the elephant, our emotional self, where he wants the elephant to go. But sometimes that elephant gets spooked, and then he runs off wherever he wants to go, leaving the rider feeling out of control, and sometimes a bit terrified by the whole ordeal. You see, in a sense, Jesus is using repetition to train the elephant in our lives, to train our hearts, so that we remain calm when difficulties arise. We can learn this as we learn the gospel a little at a time, through the repetitive trusting of God and seeing his faithfulness. Here are the last words of instruction Jesus shared with his disciples before he prays to the Father, before his arrest, and before his cross. This is John 16, 33. I've told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Yes, Jesus wants them to have peace. Jesus tells them about the peace they may have in him. This is not a short course. They won't learn it overnight. During that night, difficulty is going to come. They're going to be devastated by the events that unfold, and as he, Jesus has told them, they will scatter. They will have anything but peace. But Jesus is going to train their hearts as they see him pass through the cross to the resurrection. Notice, he says, in me you may have peace. The road to peace for us passes through Jesus. Our peace isn't found in what is happening today or what will happen tomorrow. That may be anything but peace. Perhaps you are hoping that things will ease up, things will get easier, life will be easier. It won't. At least it won't until Jesus is present with us again. Our peace uh, must be in Jesus himself. In knowing what he has done, in covering our sin, in bringing us in communion with the Father, in giving us a place to stand, in removing the shame and rewriting our stories in the ink of the cross, and leaving us with the assurance that we are loved, you see, it's in looking to Jesus, resting in Jesus, that we have this peace. 
Notice that Jesus promises trouble. It's going to come. You can count on it, he says. I've heard young people tell me about how their lives have always been so easy. No major illness, no major strife. I tell them, trouble will come. They just haven't lived long enough. All of us will know the trouble that there is in the world because that is the condition of the world in which we live. Relationships always seem on the verge of blowing up. Someone is always on the verge of succumbing to something physical or emotional. You know what I mean. We can either pretend everything is okay, which can't last for long, or we can run to Jesus. Why Jesus? He tells the disciples, Take heart, I have overcome the world. Now we might ask, well, how can he say that? He hasn't even gone to the cross when he speaks these words. But you see, in the plans and purposes of God, the work is done. The victory is won. Yes, Jesus will go through it from top to bottom, or you might might say from bottom to top. And the world will seem the victor for the moment. But Jesus rose from the grave on the third day, and that left the world defeated. Now, in speaking about the world, Jesus isn't talking about our planet or our universe or all the people. He's speaking about the world system that stands against God, the powers at work below the surface that keep the world at odds with God. Jesus had already defeated that power in his faithfulness and will defeat it in his death and resurrection. Julian of Norwich was a Christian who lived in the 14th century, and at one point she fell very ill and was brought near to death's door. As she seemed to languish, she found Jesus there with her. Her fear and anxiety melted away when the Lord told her, All shall be well, and all shall be well, and all manner of things shall be well. In other words, Jesus told her, you have nothing to worry about. I know the end of the story because I wrote the end of the story, or better, because I am the end of the story. You're going to be okay. Nothing can touch you because it could not defeat me. You see, Jesus is telling his disciples a tough time is coming. You will need to hide in me, and when you do, you're going to be okay. Why not live in that peace right now? Why not trust what Jesus said to Julian? All manner of things shall be well. In the end, you'll be safe, home safe and sound in the arms of Jesus who has loved you. Okay, right now at the moment, when your elephant is being spooked, something is happening, your emotions are being wound up. It's hard to believe this. But you see, I believe Jesus is the elephant whisperer. He sets our hearts at ease when we take refuge in him. And he says, take heart, I have overcome the world. Let's pray. Lord God, you know how easily we become afraid, how easily we're spooked by life. Help us to find in Jesus our hiding place when the storms arise. For we pray in his name. Amen. Amen.